Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast, the presentation of DominionFire.com. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, your ministry provocateur, iconoclast, firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire, bringing you all the cool stuff that God does, not only in our country here in the United States, but all around the world. Today's guest is no exception. The guy is joining me today. You know him as the Facebook evangelist. Working with a, a church in the local area called Olive Tree, but also out there equipping and training in the body of Christ based in the region of Durban, South Africa, but going all around the world. Joining me today, Stuart Morrison. Stuart, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, my bro? William, great to be here and uh, doing very well this side. Thank you. And from the intel that I received, you've been listening to the Heal the Sick since episode one. Is that correct? Million. Uh, I actually caught on fairly early on when you guys started, and uh, any of the ones that I did miss, I sort of go back and uh, listen to them again. But yeah, I've, I've listened to every single one up until this one right now. So, <laughs> and you're you're listening right now, <laughs> and I'm listening right now. So this is this is my 85th one that I've listened to. Awesome, guys. That's right. Episode 85. So uh, let's jump right into it. Let's talk some healing testimonies. Uh, give me something big and crazy and out there. What can you share? Awesome, million. Um, I'm going to share another one, uh, just uh, also a kid that we prayed for, um, in fact, also at the same hospital that I was telling you about earlier. Uh, we were at McCord's Hospital one evening, a group of us that go in and pray there every Monday, and uh, a family arrived, million, with a, with a very young baby um, who had hydroencephalitis, and uh, this baby had been taken into hospital, and they had put a, a shunt into the brain to remove all the fluid on the brain, and unfortunately, when they'd done this, that actually removed too much fluid off the brain. And so what had actually happened with them is that the skull had actually closed up. And uh, obviously it's not meant to happen at that, that age because the, the skull, I think, only closed up at about the age of about five or six. So this young kid, uh, little baby's brain, was under a huge amount of pressure. And uh, the family arrived to come and ask us to pray because the surgeons had said the only thing they can do is actually have to do surgery on this child and actually break the skull. And then try and realign it later on at a later stage when the baby is older. So we were actually waiting to go into hospital to go pray when this family arrived. And uh, as the, the family walked in, uh, we actually had a word of knowledge for the father uh, that he had a back issue. And so we, we actually prayed for the father first, and he was actually instantly healed of a, of a back condition. And uh, he was finished. I mean, he, he, when that happened, he just said, you know, I, I just know this is going to be uh, a healing. And so... We prayed for this young kid, million, and uh, nothing happened at the moment, uh, instantly, uh, that we could see. But about a week later, million, we got a call from the father, and uh, he gave us the news that the doctors checked the kid out again, and uh, the whole skull had completely realigned itself and gone back to 100% normal as it had been before. And uh, it was just it was just phenomenal. I mean, the the the, the actual surgery this child had to go through was very aggressive and very invasive. And obviously very risky, and uh, we just saw a miracle. I mean, within that week, the skull had completely realigned itself back to normal again. So that was one of the ones that we really saw that was amazing. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I could see you a whole lot more if you want me to, but that, that's one that I really enjoyed seeing. It. Awesome, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so what else have you seen? Give us some more. Million, uh, another a really awesome one I had a, a, a while back was uh, I was in a small group uh, doing some teaching around healing, uh, uh, and we, we saw a whole lot of people actually get healed just while I was teaching on healing. We didn't pay for anybody, uh, but they got healed just as they heard the, the, the word of truth. But in that meeting, Million, there was a, there was a, a girl who had, uh, had a, a bleeding issue for quite a few years, and uh, the doctors were quite concerned about it. They, they had finally found the problem, and uh, there was a, a part of her womb that was uh, a, a sort of, um, it was actually in the wrong place. And so they were going to have to do quite invasive surgery to, to remove one part of the womb and reattach it on the right side. So this, this girl came forward for prayer after teaching on God's will to heal. Uh, I laid hands on her million, and she, she said all she could feel was like it felt like there was a snake in her stomach. And uh, something was twisting and squirming around in her stomach. And it, it pretty much freaked her out. Um, but the, the next morning she woke up and the bleeding had stopped. And uh, she went to go and see her doctor because they were going to have to schedule this operation, this, this invasive operation. The doctor did check and... Uh, <laughs> The wound had gone back to normal. That one part that uh, had uh, been on the wrong side, that squirming and funny sensation she had in her stomach was actually that part of the womb moving around the other side and going back into place again. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. <yeah. laughs> Check that out. It was, it was really cool. We, we, we had a lot of fun with that one. It was, it was just so awesome because she actually physically felt that womb going back into place. All right. This is getting good. Keep rolling, man. What else? <laughs> yeah, we, had, we had another one. Uh, we were actually on a, on a alpha weekend and uh, we were running the alpha and uh, I had a word of knowledge for someone that was deaf and uh, a guy came forward and uh, yeah, he'd been, he'd been born deaf. 27 years and had never ever heard out of his ears. He was about 90% deaf and could hear only with hearing aids in. Put my two fingers in his ears and uh, he was instantly healed. Uh, uh, had 100% hearing back for the first time in 27 years and uh, it was quite an emotional thing. The guy, it was, it was just amazing to see you know, about 70 or 80 of us there that witnessed that and uh, it was a very powerful time because a lot of people hadn't seen anybody get healed before. And uh, it was instantaneous uh, from being completely deaf with others uh, hearing aids, and he, he actually had to move away because of the noise. It was, it was so loud. What was the initial reaction when, as soon as you like, took your fingers out and he could physically hear 100%? It was, it was instant, right? Absolutely instantaneous. Okay, and so uh, what was his reaction? Like, what, what? I mean, he had a crazy expression on his face, or did he jump around, or was he stunned? What, what did you say? But then I find that you, he, he had one of what I see is of two reactions. Uh, you either see people go absolutely ballistic, mad, and, and just start shouting and screaming. The other reaction is as if nothing has happened. They are so stunned that they, they actually don't do anything. They just sort of they, they're utter disbelief. And, and those are generally the two kind of reactions that I see. It's, it's either like a spontaneous worship and thankfulness for what's happened, or almost they've been stunned. And... Uh, so with him, he was he was totally stunned to silence. He he, he actually didn't say anything. He he walked off because of the noise. It was it was incredibly loud for him, and almost a bit offensive because he, he he was not used to that kind of sound. So he had to move off for quite a while to get used to the sound. But he was actually very very reserved. Uh, and and but but as I do tell people, it is a quite a normal uh, reaction that I see. 
Yeah, I think that's the same with us too. With uh, when we see that it, it kind of goes either way, or yeah. you know, especially when someone's even like a little bit doubtful when they're not quite sure what to expect, and they're like, "Okay, should I be happy right now?" It's like, "Yes, you could be happy right now." <laughs> so we do see that. All right, so we got uh, we're coming up in about uh, two minutes till our break. Let's do some more. What else, Chef? Awesome. Um, but then another one that we've seen that was uh, what was really amazing was um, we were doing our sort of hospital rounds, checking out our patients in the hospitals, and um, we had a we had a person who was diabetic and uh, they were in a very bad way and uh, we were seeing him on the Thursday. We normally go to the hospital on the Thursday night and uh, they were scheduled for an amputation the next day. And uh, she was in, 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 in fear and you could just see the family was in fear because of the fact that she's going to lose a limb. And so we went in there and I just told her that that was not what was going to happen and uh, that she was going to get healed. The, the leg was already um, sort of uh, gangrene and uh, it was in a very bad way. We laid hands, we commanded the infirmity and, and the gangrene to go and she physically felt something leave her leg. And uh, but the next day when the doctor came to check her, he cancelled the operation because her leg was 100% healed. It's just so amazing because as we, I, I say this every show, we just hear all these different healings from around the world. And again, 85 episodes of this listeners of how God is doing this stuff and doing it different ways and through different people using different methods in different locations all around the whole stinking world. How much more do we have to do? You know what I'm saying? So um, rapid fire healing testimonies here on the first segment. Absolutely love hearing them, Stuart. Thank you for sharing those. And we're up against our first break. And listeners, when we come back we're going to hear more about Stewart's background and experience the things he's working on where he's been where he's going and all that good stuff so keep it locked here on the heal the sick podcast back after this Hey everyone, Million here. We would like to welcome Audible as a sponsor to this podcast and for you the listeners of the Heal the Sick podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, Go to audibletrial.com forward slash million. M-I-L-L-I-A-N. You know how to spell it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash million for your free audiobook. All right, listeners, we're back on the Heal the Sick podcast. Stuart Morrison, Stuart Morrison joining us today from Durban, South Africa. And in the first segment, we heard some really cool rapid-fire testimonies, which I always love to hear and uh, just give you a cross-section of what's going on out that way. Anytime, visit the website at dominionfire.com where you'll find the full catalog of the show. All the episodes are all up there. Make sure you go check those out, listen through. And uh, if you're in need of healing, make sure you check some of those out because I hear testimonies where people listen to a show a year after we've recorded them and actually got healed from somebody calling it out on the show. So keep listening is what I'm telling you. And make sure you share it with a friend and tell everybody about it because we need to get this message out. And while you're there, if you visit iTunes, if you're an iTunes user, please give us a five-star review and a good review at the bottom as well because that gets us higher up in the rankings, gets this message out to people, and I ask you to do that. And also, if you like video, make sure you check out my video vlog at youtube.com forward slash Dominion Fire Church for the DeFire vlog. Slap all kind of likes on that, thumbs up on that, same deal, gets us higher up in the rankings because people need to hear this stuff, guys. So all that stuff available at dominionfire.com if you ever get lost as well as our guest contacts and uh, that's where you connect up with everyone and everything so 
Back to business here. Stuart, um, tell us about your background, experience, how you got involved in all this, how you figured it out, and where, where the future is going for you. Cool. Um, William, um, I, I grew up in a Christian family. Um, we, we did the sort of going to church every weekend, and uh, only in, at about the age of 12 when I went to boarding school, um, we were sort of forced to go three to four times a week, and to be honest with you, that really put me off Christianity. And uh, it was about that time that I actually gave my life and uh, got born again at about the age of 12. And uh, I knew that something had happened um, in terms of my relationship with God. Um, but John Billy and I had grown up in a very moral family um, where good parents, good upbringing, um, you know, and, and so I pretty much spent the next 15 years of my life uh, sort of trying to be holy. And um, I'm one of those Christians who never drank, never smoked, never did drugs, never slept around, never went to nightclubs. Um, that was my aim. My, my aim as a Christian for 15 years of my Christian life was aiming not to sin. And uh, so I was at boarding school for six years. And uh, after six years at, at boarding school, I vowed to never go back to church again. And I didn't for about uh, five or six years after boarding school. Um, I still prayed and stuff like that. And I still had a relationship with God. Um, but, but very religious, very... Um, yeah, very condemning, very critical of other people. And yeah, Melian, I got to a place uh, at the age of about 24, 25, where I, I went into severe depression. Uh, I picked up an eating disorder along the way as well. Um, uh, I was very suicidal. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, to be honest with you, I really felt that God was angry with me. Uh, my parents got divorced in that period of time. I lost my business. And I really felt that God was trying to punish me and teach me a lesson for not living holy enough. And, uh, yeah, so uh, at that time of my life, I was at home by myself. And I just sort of got to a point where I was like, God, you know, if this is what life is all about, I actually want to get out of here. And I think if someone had sort of given me an opportunity to commit suicide that time, I'm sure we would have taken that opportunity. Um, but uh, I just said, you know, God, if there's, if there's any reason why I need to be here, you need to give me a reason for that. And, million uh, for the first time in my life, I really clearly heard God speak to me and said to me, Sir, I love you and I have a purpose for your life. And uh, that, that what I want you to do is, is uh, know that I love you and, and I want you to understand that, that uh, I'm not after religiosity and all that kind of stuff. And to be honest with you, Midian, I actually almost argued with it because I, I just said, you know, I'm not good enough and I don't feel like I deserve to be loved and I've, I've still got issues in my life that I haven't sorted out. And, and I, I, Midian, for the first time in my life, I had a radical encounter with the love of Jesus and uh, he just said to me, you know, I want you to sort of go back into one of the local churches and uh, to be honest with you that is the last place that I ever wanted to go to because I'd never experienced love like that in my life and I'd never ever heard that God loves me in all the years I've been in church and uh, yeah, but then I started a journey, I went back into a, a charismatic church and uh, I went on an alpha course and uh, sort of got opened up to the gifts of the Spirit and stuff like that, which was totally new to me. I'd never experienced any of that in my life before. I just sort of heard a message of you might be going to heaven one day, but, you know, if you don't sort out your sin issue, you're going to go to hell. So that, that's sort of what I've lived with most of my life. I, I'd never seen people get healed. I, I didn't believe in demons or anything like that. I sort of knew it was in the Bible, but I'd never experienced it in my life. And then, yeah, just through going to a local church um, and doing the Alpha, I realized that there was definitely something more to Christianity than, than just going to heaven one day. And so I sort of started to pursue 
the gifts of the Holy Spirit and I prayed in tongues for the first time, which, which completely freaked me out because I'd never heard anyone praying in tongues before till I'd gone to a charismatic church. So, so I really, I, I come from a background where the whole supernatural realm was completely foreign to me up until about the age of 25. And, uh, I just, uh, actually got told to, to go and grab, get a Smith Wigglesworth book. So, <laughs> I went and read this book and, and it really convicted me just in terms of understanding God's will to heal. And so I started on this journey, but I'll be honest with you, about the first couple of years, uh, I operated mainly on a word of knowledge, so I would just sort of get a feeling that I needed to go pray for somebody, and I'd go pray for people. I didn't really believe in healing, um, and to be honest with you, most of the charismatic churches I was in or hanging around with, there was no evidence of healing or anything like that. The guys prayed in tongues. There was a certain realm of words of knowledge and stuff like that, but I didn't go any further than that. So I started on this journey, and uh, started praying, and, and about... Five or six months later, I think I got back my first testimony of someone being healed. I was pretty shocked because I, I still didn't really believe in healing. And then I really felt convicted to sort of just go and read Smith's book again. And I, I read Smith's Wilbur's book again, and I, I thought, God, so you need to go study the cross. And so I went on a bit of a journey of uh, just studying the cross and getting an understanding of what Jesus had actually really done for us at the cross. And, uh, yeah, but then I just sort of got a revelation that um, I'm forgiven. Uh, of all my sin, which was really good news, and uh, from that day I've never had <laughs> I've never had condemnation or guilt or shame or anything like that again. I was healed of my depression, uh, my eating disorder. I I I, I was a completely new person, and uh, I just got this incredible desire to want to go and share the good news with people. And uh, not that long after, uh, I went to a DHT here in Durban when Carrie was out in Durban, and uh, yeah. I, I did the DHT, and uh, that also just yeah, really convinced me of God's will to heal. And a uh, million from that day, and uh, from a few other people that I've listened to over the last years, I've just really made it my aim to pursue the love of God and to understand the love of God. And uh, I believe in all the gifts, and I believe it's God's will to heal and stuff like that. But my, my main focus and emphasis of what we do is, is all about the love of Jesus. And uh, it's what changed my life, uh, sort of... Uh, 14 years ago, um, it wasn't me trying to do something for God. It wasn't me praying. I'd actually given up. I, I, to be honest, I'd completely given up. I was a very strong, willpower, disciplined person. But I'll be honest with you, on that day when I'd mind time with God, I couldn't pray. I, I felt useless. I felt like a failure. I had nothing to offer God. And uh, so my, my foundation that I come from is one of unconditional love and grace. And uh, that, that's what I preach. That's what I, I share. It's what I demonstrate. We we pray for people. We share with people who a lot of people look at and go like those are the last kind of people that we should be praying for. And so, million like the the main work that we do is um, I spend a lot of time in churches, local churches, just sharing the good news um, with people around the fact that God loves us. It's not God orchestrating all these terrible things to happen. That God is not an angry God. Um, and so most of my, my life now is spent just equipping and training people around the, the reality of the true nature of God and who God is. And uh, we, we, we do that every day. That's what we live to do. We live to see people get a correct revelation of the love of God. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we're involved now in a couple of local churches. Um, my main thing that I do now is um, teaching, equipping, and training in the local churches. We, we're in small groups every week. 
we, we we're fairly involved in local churches, uh, uh, preaching and teaching. And uh, the main emphasis that we, we focus on is the love of God and correctly understanding who God is uh, through a revelation of Jesus. Uh, and and uh, another thing that we've just started doing, we've started doing uh, what we call an encounter day uh, once a month at our local church where we open up the church to praying for the sick, prophetic words, words of knowledge, and just generally activating people around the love of God. Um, so that's what we're doing at the moment, Million. Um, but uh, we just see that there's a huge need within Christians to, to actually release them into the potential of the gifting that God has called them into. Just amazing. Good story. And uh, we're right up against our break. So listeners, keep it locked here for the final segment of the Heal the Sick podcast right after this. Hey everyone, Million here. We would like to welcome Audible as a sponsor to this podcast and for you, the listeners of the Heal the Sick podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, you know how to spell it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash million for your free audiobook. All right, listeners, back on the final segment of the Heal the Sick podcast. And this is the segment where we get into our lesson time and our prayer time, and we really bring it home. So uh, Stuart had mentioned to me that he wanted to teach on the topic of, and this is a biggie. Now, so there's some people out there that are going to get a little bit out of shape, which is good. Maybe you need to be bent out of shape. The topic of what it means to be free from the law. Stuart, take it away. Awesome, William. Um, yeah, if I, if I had a question to ask uh, any Christian, and I, I do this quite often, million, is that I sort of stand in front of a group of people or church and I say, you know, if you wanted to be effective as a Christian, if you wanted to walk in great faith, if you want to walk with an attitude of confidence and boldness, if you want to know that you're a child of God and, and walking as a child of God, um, I say to people, who, yeah, who, who wouldn't want to do that? And uh, the amazing thing, obviously, is that all the hands go up. And I, I say to people, well, there's only one thing stopping you from that. And if I could tell you what that is, would you want to know? And obviously, people always say to me, yes, we'd like to know what that is. And so it's normally when I give them the answer that there's normally a bit of a shock because the, the answer to all those questions is that you just need to be free from the law. And when I say you need to be free from the law, I'm talking about uh, the Ten Commandments. I'm talking about the whole entirety of the law because in Corinthians it talks about the ministry are written on stone, which is the Ten Commandments, which, which brings condemnation, it brings death, it brings separation, it brings bondage, it makes uh, us a slave. And the amazing thing about the law too is that it makes the promises of God void and makes our faith ineffective. And so once people get over the shock that as Christians we have no relationship to the law, uh, in fact Paul says that we are free from the law, divorced from the law, dead to the law, and I understand that we can actually be sons, uh, free by the Spirit of God. And Million, it's something that I find really very powerful. I find that people just start to walk in faith. I find that people, when they start to realize that they are free from the law, they start to get a righteous consciousness where they realize that they don't have to walk in guilt and condemnation because the law condemns people. It's not Jesus Christ who condemns people. It is the law that condemns people. And what I find, Million, is that People want to hold on to the law, and unfortunately, the law is called that ministry of death and condemnation. And in the Acts uh, 15, I teach on this a lot because 
we think the disciples got this and the disciples walked perfectly. But uh, God actually called Paul to rebuke Peter very early on uh, because Peter was going back to the law again. God also rebuked Peter through a dream when he had a, a vision on the top of the house uh, during prayer. And God rebuked them and told them to go speak to the Gentiles. And the amazing thing is that Peter refused, he didn't want to. And so God had to rebuke him to go and do that. And the amazing thing is that when Peter went to go and visit that house, he said, it is unlawful for me to be in a Gentile house. Now, that is Peter who walked with Jesus. That's the Apostle Peter who was effective at doing amazing things for God. But that was also Peter who was deceived. And Peter had gone back under the law. And so this, for me, is one of the most vital aspects that I believe worldwide needs to be revealed in the local church, is that the law has no place in the local church. The law has no place in a Christian's life. And until the Christians realize this and start to walk free from the law, they can never be effective as Christians. They will be powerless and they will struggle to see the promises of God in their lives. The other reason why we see people so sin conscious and always backing the sin, because the Bible says that the, the law is the strength of sin. And uh, my personal experience with that million is that I was always sin conscious and always focused on sin. And uh, once I understood that I was free from the law, I had a new boldness, I had a new confidence about me to be able to activate what God had put inside me. And uh, I found that as we teach this, we are seeing more and more people come into joy and peace and experiencing the fruit of the Holy Spirit in their lives and walk in great power and great freedom. And uh, it's such a simple thing, but million, I'll be very honest with you, and anyone who's listening to this, it is one of the biggest things that I get persecuted for the most. I get the most hate mail um, around this one topic when I teach on this. And uh, even though we see a lot of healing and miracles, I mean, I see a lot of people getting healed and set free from depression and anxiety and all that kind of stuff just when they hear that they're free from the law. And uh, it is the one topic that I get absolutely given the hardest time around. So... I want to just say to you today that if you're a Christian and uh, you want to be effective and you want to live a victorious life, you need to be free from the law. You need to realize that it's through the abundance of God's grace and the gift of righteousness that you reign in life. It's not through trying to live by legalistic standards and performance. You see, God is not uh, waiting for us to step out in faith. God has already freely provided everything by his grace. And so all we do as Christians now is that we receive everything freely by faith. God is not waiting for you to get any holier. The Bible says that we are now holy by one sacrifice in Christ Jesus. You know, under the old law system, there was an ongoing righteousness, there was an ongoing forgiveness that it was daily and weekly and yearly offered. The new covenant is a one sort. It's finished. Jesus has made us perfect. He's made us holy. He's made us complete. He's made us righteous. And... Uh, <laughs> That is the good news. I mean, I get stoked just saying that today. It is good news. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And the same power that raised Jesus from the dead now lives in you. And that's not something that you're going to get more of. We have everything that we need in Christ Jesus right now. The second we believe and put our faith in Christ, we receive everything that we would ever need uh, for life and godliness. The Word of God also says we are already blessed. As Christians, we, we are not blessed according to our obedience to the law, uh, we are simply blessed because we put our faith in Christ Jesus. And so if you are out there today, I would just really ask you to go and search this out, go and look this out for yourself. But if you can ask me if there's one thing in my life that changed me as a Christian, it was understanding my freedom from the law because then I started to walk as a son. And once you start to walk as a son, 
there is just the most incredible joy and peace and love that permeates your life as a Christian. So, Million, uh, that's my little teaching uh, on being free from the law, and I really do believe that uh, even as people listen to this today, you are going to experience a supernatural joy and a supernatural peace that is going to touch you as you hear that teaching here today. That is brilliant, because uh, that's a that's a big topic, man. You st- to this day, people are still very enraptured in that, if you will, pardon the pun. <laughs> people are very wrapped up in that, <laughs> if uh, if you will. Absolutely. So, uh, good, good, good lesson. Thank you so much. And if people would like to contact you, uh, where can they find you? William, uh, I pretty much use Facebook for almost everything. So, if the guys want to contact you on Facebook, either on my profile or they can message me. That's also great. I'm on WhatsApp, um, so my, they can get to my cell phone if they want to. My cell phone number is 082-852-6642. They can WhatsApp me, and uh, my email address is uh, stujmorrison at gmail.com, and I can also get back to them on that. Excellent. And now, well, you know, Facebook, you're the Facebook evangelist. I would hope you'd be on Facebook uh, is all I'm saying. A lot of time on there. But, a lot of time on there. It's, it kind of gets, you know, it's in the name, gives it away. So this is the uh, the good part, the real, real good part of the show that everybody really enjoys to close out with, which is our prayer time. So what I'd like to ask you to do is to pray for our audience right now. And if you pick up any sort of promptings or prophetic or word of knowledge or discernment or anything whatsoever, let it rip. And uh, at this time, please pray for our audience and take us all the way to the amen, please. Awesome. We'll do a million. Um, guys, I just want to just, I'm going to play a very general prayer uh, to start off with. And I just really feel like God's going to maybe give a few words. Um, as I said, uh, you know, God has completely provided everything by grace. And so I just, I'm going to pray that as you hear me speaking right now, and because of the grace of God, because of the goodness of God, every single need that you have has been freely provided. And because we freely received, I'm just going to declare freely today, through the name of Jesus, you can be healed. So as you hear my voice right now, I command you to be healed. I command every symptom to leave your body today. Father, I thank you for the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead to just touch every single person right now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you, not for any physical healing. I thank you for emotional healing right now. Father, I thank you right now that anybody who's listening to this right now who has uh, bipolar, schizophrenia, any of those emotional, mental conditions, I thank you right now, Father. I declare them free in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for sound minds, Father, right now as they hear this word in Jesus' name. Father, I command healing of bodies right now where there is pain and arthritis, Father. I thank you right now, even now, Jesus, and I just get another word for back. Father, I thank you. If there's anyone right now who is listening to this who has a back condition, I command them to be healed right now, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, also just release over the airwaves right now, Father, healing of AIDS. Father, we've seen people healed of AIDS before, and I thank you, Father, if anyone who has AIDS listens to this today, Father, I thank you they'll be healed in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that you confirm your word with signs and wonders, Father. And I thank you right now, in Jesus' name, I thank you that signs and wonders will follow the preacher of this word right now, Father, in your precious name, I pray. Father, our conditions right now, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Anyone that needs healing of their eyes, Father, as they are listening to this right now, Father, I command their eyes to be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. A foot condition right now, Father, I thank you that the person who needs their foot to be healed right now, Father, will be healed in Jesus' name. As they listen to this, Father, I think they'll be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Yeah, Lord, and I just pray 
for anyone that's listening to this right now, who is suffering from condemnation, guilt, and shame. Your word says in Galatians that you have not received the spirit of fear or bondage again, but a spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Ever Father. I thank you, Lord, as they hear my voice, Father, right now, and the grace of God is opened up to them, Father. I thank you that condemnation and shame and guilt will break off them today, Father, and they will not experience it again in their lives, Father. I thank you for them to experience your love and freedom in a way that they've never experienced before, Father, that they would absolutely know, Father, that you love them. Because you sent your son Jesus for your father. I pray all of us in Jesus' mighty name, Father. Amen. Amen, listeners. There you have it right there. If you receive any sort of healing or anything at all from any of our programs, which please email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, which is also the contact info for any of our guests or any needs that you have. If uh, you send a message in, we'll do our best to help you out with that. And visit our website at dominionfire.com, where you'll find all of our social medias, such as on Twitter, at Healing Minister, Facebook.com, forward slash Dominion Fire, and of course, YouTube.com, forward slash Dominion Fire Church. Smash that thumbs up button, subscribe button, hook us all up there, get us up in the rankings so we can get our message out, and that the world can hear these awesome and incredible guests and testimonies we have on the show. But anytime you get stuck, or if you can't track down Stuart for any reason, again, dominionfire.com is usually the best way to get a hold of everything. And uh, that wraps up another phenomenal international show here on the Heal the Sick podcast. We thank Stuart and we thank everybody for hanging out there with us, especially on the Facebook Live, which we've started to use as a pre-show. So if you have not uh, heard about that before, check our Facebooks because uh, we're doing like half hour video before we actually do the recording to uh, just hang out, spend some time, just chat, answer some questions and just be silly and have a good time. So. Make sure you join us, come hang out with us, and uh, we'd love to have you. So, thanks for listening, thanks for being here with us, and as we always say here at the ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.